Thank you so much for downloading this episode of So What Do You Really Do? The podcast where I, your host, Debtor Dennis Maller, speaks with artists and entertainers about their day jobs. And before we even get started on this one, I feel it necessary to throw out a trigger warning. Uh, this is a small uh, diversion from the usual content of talking about day jobs uh, because I would have really loved to have spoken to this person about their day job more than the, what we will be talking about. Uh, and that trigger warning is we are going to have a very in-depth conversation about suicide with a comedian. Um, and we will be making some dark jokes here and there. So if those things uh, offend you, turn off this episode. Just don't listen to it. I don't want to hear anybody's opinions about um, that they uh, didn't like the content of the conversation or they thought we were callous. I don't think we were at all in any way, shape, or form, but some people just lose context of conversations. We are comedians. We make jokes. That's how we deal with things sometimes. But uh, the conversation is with a comedian named Laura Lyons. Is uh, She's a comedian out of Seattle. Um, and also, let's throw out a trigger warning for anyone that uh, that is like me that uh, wants to listen to perfect audio. This is not up to my usual high quality audio content status as uh, status. Uh, or qualifications or whatever you want to say. Uh, it was recorded through Zoom, so it's not the best. It's not the worst. It's uh, it's there. It's You can totally hear it. It's fine. Uh, I know after speaking a lot in the recent episodes of talking about audio quality, this is not the best audio quality that I've ever uh, done. But it's good. It's fine. You'll like it. But don't tell me that it doesn't sound up to my usual quality. Please. I can't handle that. No, I'm obviously joking about that. But so, yeah. Well, this is what happened. Let's talk about the behind the scenes of this. May 19th, on my birthday, my 39th birthday, um, comedian Laura Lyons posted on her Facebook um, a status talking about it being the nine-year anniversary since her suicide attempt when she was 16 years old. And she'll talk all about that when we go into great details of the whole thing. And I thought it was a very good, important story um, and conversation to have in a public forum for people to hear especially during this time. I know this is a divergent from the COVID-19 talks uh, I've been doing on past episodes, but while mental health, I think is amazingly important. I think this conversation uh, is something that added to that. So uh, Laura is somebody I actually don't even know. We haven't met yet. Uh, So where did I find this out? Why are we Facebook friends? Well, there are a couple of virtual online mics and virtual shows that I've been participating in. We've been creating a small community of people um, in these shows and open mics. And one day, one of the comedians uh, and I decided we were going to just do a late night talk with comedians over Zoom. No material, no promotion, just talk. And that's all it was going to be was comedians talking. Um, shop talk is what I'm calling it. Will that, other than this conversation, will that make it out into the world? We'll see. I don't know. But the first one we did one of these, that's where I met Laura, and she's very funny, uh, has a great sense of humor. Um, and then she sent me a Facebook friend request, so that's how I saw her post a couple days later was, you know, we were friends because we attended the same Zoom conversation. Um, and I wanted to know more about why. Uh, somebody who myself struggles with mental health, I wanted to be able to talk to somebody to see what led them to the things that they did. And I think it's a well, a very uncomfortable and rough story to listen to. It's very important and speaks to the power of being able to overcome adversity and stuff like that. So that's really all I'm going to say on the opening of this. That's the background of how I met this person. Um, I would trust me. She is a, a law student and she's working in a law firm in Seattle. I would have much rather have her and I talked 
about that and how it relates to comedy. But this is the conversation her and I had instead. And there are other comedians. You'll hear me introduce some of them. I may not introduce all of them. So there's going to be other voices come from places um, because it is more a, uh, it was a panel discussion basically is what I'm creating um, in this incident. And I'm just exerting one conversation from that panel discussion. Will the full version be up and out somewhere? I don't know. Maybe keep an eye on my YouTube because that's where it's going to go. If I decide to put it up there. So, but for the time being, please enjoy my conversation with comedian Laura Lyons. Open about it. What do you want to talk about? Do you mind if I record this conversation? In which case, then I may post this somewhere in a public forum. Yeah, dude, that's totally fine. All right, cool. Uh, well, no, I I would you know uh, say hello to Ian there from uh, from South Dakota, and I'm not sure who's Robert oh. in the room. What's up, Robert? What's up? What's happening, man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, so we'll, let's open up that, Lara. Uh, you posted a very um, emotionally driven, and I would say ultimately in the end positive uh, post today. That is an anniversary yourself. Would you mind elaborating? <laughs> yeah. Um, so May nineteenth, two thousand eleven, I attempted suicide five minutes before school started by. Uh, jumping in front of a school bus um, right outside my high school. Wow. Um, I was 16. So 16, I was what, sophomore? Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school, um, and the bus was going uh, 35 miles an hour. Um, at the last second. Hey, Rob, one second. Robert? Yes. Is that a TV on in the background? I'll shut it off. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry about that. I just didn't want you to distract us. I just didn't want you to be distracted from our conversation. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, but no, um, it was fucking wild. Um, I uh, never lost consciousness. Um, I was hit by a big bus, not a small bus. There were kids on the bus. That's one of the other things people want to know. I was a pedestrian. I wasn't in a car. Um, it was definitely a suicide attempt. Um, when the woman hit me, she um, didn't get out to help me. She actually backed the bus up and then, like, turned it to make it look like she had swerved, but she hadn't. She hit me straight <laughs> on. Dude, I know, right? She's worried about being sued while I'm bleeding out on the street, which is cool, honestly. I'm trying to die, so, like, I wasn't, like, upset by it. Yeah, in her defense, she was like, well, this is a decision you made uh, for exactly. me. Exactly, well, like, thank you. She's the only one who was really trying to, like, do me a solid that day. Like, everyone else is trying to save me. So, yeah. No, hell yeah. That bus driver is dope as fuck. Um, oh, that's oh, she, her, her entire day is spent trying to uh, protect the lives of children going to and from school in the day that she fails at it. She made sure she failed grandiosely. That is yeah, dude, no. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, I don't know what else you want to know about it. Like, Oh, I mean, you know, as uh, I, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I've been prone to, to you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a suicidal person myself. Um, I have gone nearly to the depths that you have, but there is, you know, it's I can like tell you. So it's I'm curious to see. You know, I know what brings on my suicidal thoughts and t- and tendencies. Um, and I'm I'm curious 
as a 16 year old, you're like, I mean, at 16, I thought about killing myself oh, and, dude. Uh, and thought about doing it and came, <laughs> but never, uh, pardon the pun, uh, pulled the trigger dude. myself. So what at 16 led you to such a drastic act? It was after a fucked up year. So this like, so my sophomore year of high school, probably still the worst year of my life. I had literally no friends. I w- went all girls Catholic high school. Like it was just like a nightmare. And um, like I kept, I was in and out of psych wards. Um, I kept skipping school. Like I eventually had to go to an alternative high school. And like, I just like, I was so depressed and I kept getting treated like this criminal. And like, there was just like no cure. There was no cure. Um, the only people who would hang out with me were adults who wanted to have sex with a child. Um, so it was just like, just a really hard, just a, like a really hard year. Like the first suicide attempt that year, I was 15 and I remember going to the park to try and hang myself and I, uh, grabbed a jump rope and I went to the park, climbed a tree and like I tied the noose and everything. And I just sat there for 15 minutes and like, I went through my phone and I was like, who can I say goodbye to? And there was no one like I realized that like no one would miss me like my parents like would have missed me I didn't have any friends like this was the best decision I could make and like I still believed in God at that time so I prayed to God like please please give me a sign like if I'm not supposed to do this and like there was no sign um so I tried hanging myself and then the rope broke <laughs> so I'm fucking 15. Didn't know how to tie a noose right, so that was really discouraging. One of the things I always say in jest and is something that I truly believe. One of the reasons why I've never actually been able to to uh, fully go through with suicide is that I don't want to add one more failure to my list. Because dude, what's, for real, what's it's so than, demoralizing. Right? Like if you're already you know, think that you're a piece of shit and you can't commit to ridding the world of you being a piece of shit. Like that's breaking the bottom of the barrel out and going to a whole different level. Dude, for real. Like, and so like after the rope broke, like half the rope was still hanging in that tree. Like it didn't go and climb up that tree to get the rope down. So it just hung up there literally for at least five years, like at least five years. And just like hung in that tree, like mocking me, like reminding me of what a fucking failure I am. Like, fuck that shit. Oh, um, do not recommend, zero out of 10 stars. Um, but then like, right after I turned 16, I tried again, like, so this was, so that happened in like October. And then in May was this um, attempt. The following year. Uh, so that so, was the first attempt. 2011 was the second. What was the end injury results of throwing yourself in front of a bus? Because here, me, somebody who lives with a mass transit system, um, and by that I mean we have a subway train system. Um, there's if amazingly uh, the the amazing amount of intrusive thoughts of me just throwing myself in front of a train is like that's permanent. There's, there's yeah, no coming back from that. That's a proven fact. I mean, 35 mile an hour in a bus, you would think would do the job, but evidently. Fucking right. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely what I thought. Uh, I'd love to talk about the injuries because, yeah, I still have, um, like, I, there was permanent damage. Um, so I had that day, um, I had four emergency surgeries. 
because um, I had broke all the ribs on the left side of my body. I had a collapsed lung. I broke my humerus and I shattered my left hand and my left hand actually was severed. Um, so from here, it was just completely off. Um, I broke my pelvis. Um, I had road rash so bad that like all the layers of my skin were removed. So I had to have like skin grafts and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Collapsed long. I had a tra traumatic brain injury. Um, yeah, man, it was not a great time. Um, I had to be in a wheelchair for three months. Um, I was in the hospital for three weeks. I had to do physical therapy for six months. I had one follow-up surgery to get the um, rods removed from my pelvis. I had rods like put into my pelvis to like fix that. Um, yeah, PTSD, like I have scars all over my body. I'm super lucky that like my face isn't scarred up because I actually fell forward. But like the whole front of my body, um, which is covered by clothes, luckily, but it's all scarred. It's all scarred. Um, hey, can, can we applaud that her face was saved by the fact that she developed boobs early in life? Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank <laughs> this you. This is the only positive story to come out of putting steroids in milk. <laughs> Hell yeah, you guys. <laughs> wow. That... I need another beer. I mean, God. <laughs> I like how we just Sorry, opened man. up with suicide talk. <laughs> I was not expecting that. That no, was intense. I'm sure you and Robert were not expecting that. I was soon as that you know, I as soon as I saw Laura logging, I'm like, I don't. The first thought was my head was, do we want to talk about that in general? Not, dude. I'm glad you did. Like it's it's real shit, and like I've been crying on and off all day. Like I don't know if you can tell, but like fucking. No, you're, you're on and off. I cannot stop. Like the PTSD is so real. Like I'll find my, I never lost consciousness. So I never lost consciousness when this happened. Like even no, though I, I had like a head injury. So, I like, can't tell if your eyes are puffy from crying all day because you need better resolution on your webcam. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's uh that's true. I'm fucking poor. Fuck you, dude. Um, well, that's what law school will do for you. Um, so, what? Go ahead. So ultimately, the end result of like, all right. So you went through. Obviously, I mean, how did your family? Let's let's talk about that. How did your family react to that? Because in your mind, your family doesn't love you. They don't care about you. Obviously, something. Like, if I can't imagine that that's true. However, broken homes, terrible parents. That is abundant in this world, and very much so in 2011. Um, and not to minimize any of your concerns or, or any of your thoughts or feelings. Then I can't imagine that. Your parents were like, walked away from you, like, fuck you. Oh, she tried to kill herself? Fuck her. Um, Dude. Um, bring them, did that help the, the, the family situation? Did you feel a closer kinship to your parents? Did they at least make an effort to go, okay, our daughter is suicidal. We need to become better parents. Is there any resolution in those ways from that? Yeah. So I actually do think the accident helped. So what happened after the accident my parents are both attorneys, so they convinced the school and, like, the police officers and, like, everyone involved that it wasn't a suicide attempt. Don't know how they did it. But so I wasn't hospitalized in a psych ward. I was hospitalized at Children's Hospital, which made a world of a difference. So in psych wards, they kind of torture you as a child. Like, they isolate you. Like, there's a lot of sexual abuse. Like, it's horrible. There's no treatment. 
But when I was hit by a bus, they actually moved me to this medical hospital and there I started to heal. And so once I started to actually be treated for these depressive symptoms, plus these like physical things, I started to get better. And like my parents and like my relationship with them started to get better as well. So like things actually did start to improve and like, don't get me wrong, like the bullying and like those kind of issues I had like socially got way worse. Right. Like, it's like going to be my next question, dude, like fucking like people were like, Oh, she did it for attention. It wasn't that bad. Like, why don't you try again next time? Try semi like, you know, it was horrible. Like, just like into monsters dude. holy shit yeah dude, it mean, was so bad like so like the bullying was definitely one of the reasons why i attempted suicide in the first place but like after it like it got worse like the bullying just got way worse it's just yeah that uh, i don't know it was so bad you guys like i'm just really grateful i'm not fucking 16 anymore and that i'm not in high school getting bullied like that is just fucking like and i was thinking about that today i'm like do I regret attempting? And I really don't. Cause like, it was so bad. Like the night before I attempted, um, I was 16. Right. And so like, but I had just turned 16. And so this guy who was 26, like had, like I'd never snuck out of my parents' house before. And like, he like lured me out and like, just did some fucked up shit to me in his car. Like that was the night before, but that, that was like my story. Like the only people who'd spend time with me were these adults just trying to have sex with a child. And it was just like, dude, I was so fucking done. I was so fucking done with my life. Like there was nothing for me. Like, and I, I would like, if I were in that, those same circumstances again, like I would do it again. Like, it's just like, there was no escape. And I still think that because I attempted, I was like moved from the mental health system and because I was like in this mental health system, like I wasn't being treated for my symptoms. And in a lot of ways, I was just kind of like being tortured. But once I was moved from the mental health system to like children's hospital and that physical like health system, like I finally got my symptoms treated and things started to get better. So I'm, I don't regret attempting and I would do it again. If you go back, well, knowing what you know, would you go back? Hey, what's going on, uh, Eric? We're just really heavy part of the conversation. What's up, guys? Absolutely. We're actually just right now having a conversation with Laura Lyons about uh, today is the nine-year anniversary of uh, a suicide attempt for her that uh, – hi, welcome to this heavy of a conversation. Oh, so, wait, dude. That darkness bomb on you right now walking in, Eric. But it's it's ultimately what she's saying is she's – you know, she doesn't regret what she did because it – and to paraphrase, and Laura, feel free to correct me, that it helped move her into a more positive place to be in her life. It strengthened her relationship with her family, um, which was one of the, the, the causes for such an incident. So feel free to, uh, feel free to ask any questions. <laughs> or just wait for us to make a dark joke and laugh at it. <laughs> Word. Well, yeah, I guess we all got trauma. We all got shit in our lives. And I think it's, it's crazy because wherever we are right now in life, wherever it is, we got to be cool with it. And there are things that have happened that we've been super stoked about, things that haven't been super great. And we wouldn't have got to where we are right now if it wasn't for everything in the past, the good and the bad. Yeah. So, like, I'm happy you're here, and I'm happy you're, like, in a better place. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> but, man. Appreciate that. And like, without what, what happened, you wouldn't be who you are or where you are today. And I'm sure where you are today is, you know, 
great and at least better and chiller than it could have been. Yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the things I'm curious about, Lara, is since that incident, has there been any other attempts? And again, you're more than welcome to tell the truth, to lie, or decline answering the question, which is in itself an answer. Yeah, no. Um, so when I was 17, I, I stole my boyfriend's gun. Um, but there weren't any bullets in it, so I am alive. Oh, that so, um, I'm just an idiot. I think it's the moral of that story. I don't know how to use a gun, and I don't have to check for bullets. Um, <laughs> uh, and then when all this pandemic shit happened, like, I didn't attempt suicide. Because next time I attempt, I'm going to fucking succeed, you guys. I feel like my 10,000 hours in, there's no way I'm failing again, okay? Like, there's no way. You have your but, uh, Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours put in. Like, it's a surefire success next time. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way I'm Jesus failing again. But, uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, but fucking... Uh, I'm sorry, but that was just horrifying. What you said, like I'm gonna not try again because I'm gonna do it. Man. I was like, God damn! I feel like it's true though. If you, if you oh, this is killing me. I feel like your second time, if you fail, like you, you're the one who fucked up. Everyone's gonna be like, Well, they should have known from the first time, dude. Yeah, no, you missed me explaining my first failed suicide attempt. Like I failed like two times like super seriously like it's fucked you just talked about a third one yeah yeah i know i'm really bad at suicide ian way to point that out i mean you should give up (laughs) (laughs) it's not something you don't limit me man (laughs) don't worry about it you're fine i uh i suffer from mental illness myself and uh i had like Nothing compared to you, but a attempt. I've been hospitalized for both the depression side and the mania side, and I made basically a list of ways to uh, deal with it. As Hell I hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's what you gotta yeah. do. And um, as a result, when it comes to mental illness or suicide attempts or anything like that, I just don't talk about it. I don't oh. think about it. It's this is just, a great conversation for you. Thanks for joining. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it just, it just, it makes it so much easier not to talk about it, not to think about it, except maybe con- one day a year or something. Do number four on your list. Let's see what's I, I, number four. <laughs> number four is create a support network. Oh hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. <laughs> Bro, number no, one, don't do anything harsh. <laughs> number one is. Live life one day at a time. I'll cheers to that. I, I I love that that is that you have that you say that that that's on a list for you that that's number one and that it works for you. And one of the problems me as a person is my cynicism. And I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form you're wrong for that thought. But in my head, my fucked up, broken brain doesn't entertain things like that and that's part of one of my big problems is that things that could be beneficial and and, and positive and helpful to my mental well-being unfortunately don't have much of effect and it sucks being in a position because i would love to be optimistic in that way like you are ian and that's fucking awesome and i applaud you for being able to um 
say that and believe it. And I wish I'm envious of you because you can do that. And my brain can't do that. Self-awareness is on here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> comedians yes. don't it's number five. That. Know thyself. Yes. Number five. Uh, it sounds um, so biblical. I know. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, this whole list of coping is just straight out of the Bible. It's all just like John, this <laughs> little oh, bit. I didn't do that much research. <laughs> it's the ten- <laughs> this came from the heart. <laughs> it's the Ten Commandments of Ian's well-being. Well, yes. Where my heart is with the Lord. So, okay, hold your horse. And unlike the Ten Commandments, there's 29 of these. Ooh, harder to follow. That is dedication and commitment. It's effort, kind of. Until you get used to it. Then it stops being effort. And then you can just live your life. Are you in here comics? I'm a comic, yeah. Hell yeah. I know a lot of good jokes. <laughs> Ian is out of St. Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is spelled S-O-U-I-X. S-I-O-U-X. Yes. Yes. That's how you spell it. <laughs> Just like Susie and the Banshees. <laughs> this might be a good place to like share this, but... um. I did a documentary on the correlation between uh, stand-up comics and mental illness. And it's bad, dude. There does seem to be a correlation, because all the comics here are also... (laughs) (laughs) Just a little. Yeah. And I don't talk to any of them about it, because that's... I'm not interested. Is, as you put it, a uh, professional diagnosis? They're crazy. <laughs> oh, I thought... Was they told me. They said, hey, I'm bipolar. And I was like, oh, I'm also bipolar. Let's talk about something else. This is a really nice beer I'm having. I like having a beer. I like having one. Hey, TL, can you... Uh, Two, maybe three. on in the background? Is that, oh, sorry. Yeah, I meant to turn that off. No worries. Thank you. Do we got a new friend in here? Oh, what's up, TL? How you yeah, doing, baby? All right. TL, Manny is making a return appearance to the comedic shop talk. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. As well as Laura Lyons, who we just talked uh, about one of her... Uh, one of her, the, the things in her life. I don't know. I don't know how many people she Facebook friend requested after the last one. I know I was one of them. So I got to see her in her most uh, uh, thought process for today. Um, and I know this is still like, I even brought the subject up. I wanted to talk about it. I was excited and not maybe like, let's go easy on the word. I was excited to talk about her suicide attempt, but I still have an uneasy. Um, I'm still very uneasy when mentioning that it was, that she had, a, this is the anniversary of her suicide talk. Maybe that brings up things with me. Uh, maybe I'm insecure. Maybe it uh, hits too close to home. Or maybe I'm not just that great of a host where I'm still uncomfortable about things that are uh, serious. 